Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Scary Mysteries, Twisted News, Dentist Love Triangle, and Missing Swiss Sisters. A shocking story of jealousy and a bizarre case of abduction. Every week, Twisted News dives into two unique and chilling cases currently happening in our world. For this week, we'll take a look at the strange story of a love triangle gone bad and the scary case of a pair of twin sisters from Switzerland. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. Dentist Love Triangle Jealousy can cause inexplicable rage and anger that at times can be so strong that it can push even the brightest and the best people to commit extreme actions that are beyond their character. 41-year-old Alika Crew worked as an orthodontist for the Stein Medical Group at their Stanford, Connecticut location. The company's website hailed Alika as one of the best within their organization. She was, without a doubt, intelligent, having earned her bachelor's degree from Brown University and her dental degree from the University of Pennsylvania. She comes from a family of high achievers as well. Her mother was a school principal and her dad formerly worked as a premier historian at the Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C. Meanwhile, her brother is also a practicing dentist. Crew's neighbors spoke highly of her, describing her as a really sweet person, someone who was kind and nice and spoke to everyone. But her entire life changed recently, and the picture-perfect life she created both professionally and with her family and friends has completely been shattered. On July 28, 2020, an unnamed woman had spent the night at her boyfriend's place at 102 Ward Drive in New Rochelle, New York. This man happened to be the ex-fiancé of Crew, and the two had just recently broken up their engagement. And the $800,000 split-level home at 102 Ward Drive was where the two had lived together, and were in fact technically still sharing as they went through their breakup. As the unnamed woman drove away that night, like something right out of a horror movie, a person emerged from behind the driver's seat and stabbed her in the left side of her neck. The attacker had been hiding in the back seat the whole time, just waiting for their target to get inside the car. The woman managed to flee from the clutches of the perpetrator who seemed eager to take another stab at her. A chase ensued, with the perpetrator pursuing behind the wounded woman. She caught up and the victim incurred knife slashes to her hands during the scuffle. Chilling footage taken from a nearby CCTV camera shows the wounded woman staggering onto the street and shouting for help. A driver who happened to pass by stops to help the victim, Meanwhile, the owner of the house from which the surveillance video is taken 
steps right outside while calling 911. More people from the neighborhood approach the bloody scene, albeit rather cautiously, and no sign of the perpetrator could be seen at this point in the footage as they had already fled. Then out of the blue, a woman dressed in a black top and tights walks towards the victim, telling the bystanders along the way that she's a doctor. Much to the shock of those gathering around, the victim yelled, She's lying, it's her. The homeowner who called for a 911 dispatch realized that it was her good neighbor, Alika Crew, who approached. With that, she tried to reassure the wounded person that the woman in black was a doctor, believing that she was there to give aid. The disturbing video then showed Crew physically restraining the bloodied victim as if trying to console her. As the commotion continued, the police arrived at the scene with the assailant still present. Then and there, Crew, who claimed that she was just being a good Samaritan offering aid, was immediately arrested. Meanwhile, the other woman was rushed to the hospital where she received treatment. Authorities say that the weapon used was a razor blade. It created a deep puncture wound that could possibly result in permanent nerve damage to her neck. After being arraigned at the Westchester County DA's office, Crew was able to post bail in the amount of $200,000. She was charged with attempted second-degree murder, as well as three counts of first-degree assault, two counts of second-degree assault, and first-degree unlawful imprisonment. Aside from these charges, the now-former dentist from Connecticut was also charged with a misdemeanor for possession of a deadly weapon. She currently remains free, but is scheduled to return to court on November 2, 2020. Number 2. Missing Swiss Sisters Matthias Lucidi Shep was a very successful Canadian-born Swiss engineer who married Irina, an Italian-born Swiss lawyer, in July of 2004. Both worked for one of the world's largest tobacco companies, Philip Morris, and lived in St. Sulpice, a suburb of Lucerne, Switzerland. The two had been together for six years when their amazing twin girls Livia and Alicia were born. Unfortunately, though, even while they were both extremely successful, their marriage wouldn't last. In 2010, they divorced, and since then, they've been living in separate homes in the same town. Matthias didn't take the divorce very well. The two argued often, but despite the bitterness, Irina continued to allow him to spend time with the twins. She even let the girls spend almost an entire month alone with him on a Caribbean vacation. In later interviews, the ex-wife said that the girls loved and adored their father, and that it even hurt her sometimes to know that the two wanted more to be with him than with her. Amidst the love and adoration, sadly, dark things were about to unfold. A mystery that still baffles people even today. On January 28, 2011, the twin girls couldn't contain their excitement as they would once again be picked up by their dad to spend the weekend with them. On Saturday, January 29th, the estranged husband sent a text to his ex-wife telling her that they'd be back on Monday. The day after, the trio crossed the nearby border into France. 
but Irina wasn't notified about this unplanned escapade to another country. So she went to the police to report the incident, but was simply told not to worry about anything. On Monday, January 31st, Matthias withdrew a huge amount of money from several cash points around Marseille, France. On that same day, a now frantic and anxious Irina received a postcard that Matthias sent from Marseille. Alarms went blaring inside the woman's head when she read the message written on the card, which expressed how he felt he couldn't live without her. On that very same day, the man took his daughters on an evening ferry ride to Propriano in Corsica, an island in France. Eyewitnesses placed the father and his daughters on that ferry. However, no one could tell whether or not he disembarked the vessel with his young companions. On Wednesday, February 2nd, he was photographed by himself at a toll, leaving the French town of Bastia as he headed toward the southern town of Toulon. The next day, a witness saw him in Naples, Italy, where he had allegedly been sending several more letters to his wife, one of which contained a huge amount of money. And then on February 4th, News broke out about a man who committed suicide by throwing himself under a high-speed train in Serignola in the southeast Italian region of Apulia. The man who jumped on the ledge was 43-year-old Matthias. His girls, however, were nowhere to be found. Back home in Switzerland, everyone, including the relatives of the family, were hysterical and desperate to know the whereabouts of the young girls. Adding more stress was the letter found at Matthias's home, dated January 27th. It was addressed to his daughters and his ex-wife, where he said that he had killed the girls and intended to kill himself after. A manhunt for the missing six-year-olds was conducted across three countries, in Switzerland, France, and Italy. Unfortunately, to this day, the Swiss twins have yet to be found. Authorities were led to believe that Matthias may have had a mental breakdown following his divorce. Yet, based on the series of events that unfolded and the evidence found, it also appeared that he took actions following a deliberate plan. Police reported having found traces of searches about lethal poisoning on the man's laptop. He had also apparently been looking online for tourism information around France and Italy. At this point, law enforcement is working on two theories. One is that Matthias could have killed the girls to get revenge on Irina, or he could have sent the girls to live abroad with family or friends, which is the very best thing that anyone could hope for. The latest development in the case did point to the possibility that Alicia and Livia were taken abroad. In 2014, an Italian journalist, Ercole Rochetti, on his television show said that they received a letter from a person claiming to have worked for an unknown individual who supposedly printed false documents that allowed the Swiss twins to be transported to Canada. The letter sender went on to claim that one of the girls is now living in Ottawa while the other in Quebec, both under false names. Although unsubstantiated, Rochetti flew to Canada to verify the letter's information. Unfortunately, that search yielded nothing. So there were two of the most shocking and blood-boiling stories around. The world can be a crazy place, 
and Twisted News is always sure to show you why. If you guys enjoyed watching this video, then please subscribe and hit the notification bell because every week we have multiple videos coming out for you to check out. And if you're into podcasts, check out our new one called Every Town because every town has a dark side. Thank you guys for watching and I'll see you soon. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.